What do we mean by life, and shouldn't it be defended? Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was given on October 30th, 2022, for the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time at Ascension Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. As always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. In February of 1996, Alanis Morissette released the song, Ironic. I'll sing it for you. No, just kidding. On second thought, I'll just read you the chorus line. It's like rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you've already paid. It's the good advice that you just didn't take. And who would have thought it figures? Now there can be and has been a debate on what, if any, part of this song is genuinely ironic. For those particularly familiar, I have an opinion about a specific line. You can ask me later. In general, the irony is that the situations mentioned in the song are not ironic. They are unfortunate. Nevertheless, the meaning of irony is messy because of its overuse. Think of how young people might use the word literally to describe something that, by definition, is not at all literal. Literally. Words become confused when used often enough. To quote another nostalgic piece, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Life, like irony and literal, has become muddled. When we time and again hear the chorus of my body, my choice, it's just an embryo, it's just a fetus, both, by the way, are words that mean offspring, we easily become confused as to what it it is we mean by the term life. The purpose of this homily is to convey to you the importance of voting yes for life on Tuesday, November 8th. The second constitutional amendment on the ballot across the Commonwealth affirms what the Church has and will always teach, that the child in the womb is alive and deserves to have that life defended. If your mind is already made up, I do not believe I can change it. I do, however, believe in the power of God's grace to move the human heart. Once more, let us hear these words from the Book of Wisdom while keeping in mind the dignity of every human life. Before the Lord... The whole universe is as a grain from a balance, or a drop of morning dew come down upon the earth. Everything in God's creation, literally everything, seems small and insignificant to God. A tiny grain or a drop of dew, it all appears thus to God. Yet God can look beyond the apparent insignificance with the insight of the divine. For we also read, But you have mercy on all, because you can do all things, and you overlook people's sins, that they may repent. For you love all things that are, and loathe nothing that you have made. For what you hated, you would not have fashioned. And how could a thing remain, unless you willed it, or be preserved, had it not been called forth by you? But you spare all things, because they are yours, O Lord, and lover of souls, for your imperishable spirit is in all things. How glorious God is! Everything is insignificant to God, yet to God all things are loved into significance. If only we had eyes to see that a pregnancy may seem in our vision to be unplanned, unwanted, and unexpected. 
Yet God has begun to love that child well before we ever can. Life deserves protection from the moment of conception until natural death. This is the seamless, life-affirming garment that the body of Christ wears to clothe itself in dignity. The Holy Father, Pope Francis, affirms this teaching in, in his encyclical, Laudato Si, written to promote the protection of the environment. In it, we read, Since everything is interrelated, concern for the protection of nature is also incompatible with the justification of abortion. How can we genuinely teach the importance of concern for other vulnerable beings, however troublesome or inconvenient they may be, if we fail to protect a human embryo, even when its presence is uncomfortable and creates difficulties? I find it most unfortunate that the child of rape or incest is made a political pawn to punish the sins of the father. That life may be unwanted, unplanned, and yes, perhaps even unloved by the mother. Yet God loves that child and desires to see them grow in the knowledge of that love. Our gospel today invites us into a bit of irony. The small one, Zacchaeus, may have had quite an unfortunate, unplanned, unloved life. Perhaps he became a tax collector when there was little else for him to do. Yet we trust that this unloved life was seen and known by, by God, just as he considers every grain of sand, every drop of dew. The small one believed he had to get up in a sycamore tree to find Jesus. The small one thought he had to fight for his chance to look upon our blessed Savior. The small one wanted to see Jesus. How ironic it is that Jesus was the one, the only one, who really saw him. Isn't it ironic? I really do think. I hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org, where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.